Welcome to another edition. Hey, Gary. Standing Stones. Broadcasting right outside Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, northern Kentucky. 
How's everybody doing on the Sunday afternoon? How you doing, Val? Hey, Chris. I'm coming to you live from Detroit, Michigan. God bless the veterans and homeless people. Say a prayer for them. Hello, Rebecca. And Eric Thompson. And we got Leona King and Raymond. Yeah. So, uh, Operation Camera Stealth. Uh, that is a story and a half, ladies and gentlemen. So, I, you're all going to get uh, the bill to reveal some of the pictures tonight. Hello, Yolanda. Welcome to the show. So it was interesting. Uh, I got my daughter. Uh, she actually, hey, Roger. Uh, she actually came over and uh, welcome everybody to the show. She actually came over and uh, helped me there. Hey, Rita. Welcome to the show, Rita. And uh, you know that real fancy GPS that I use, right? The real Beautiful. nice one, the SOS yeah. that takes pictures, calls, texts, and everything. What was weird is that uh, she was getting real frustrated. Hey, prospecting USA hunting. And uh, because every time we plug in the coordinates, it kept uh, telling us we we're going in the wrong direction. And it kept saying, go backwards, turn left, turn right, uh, walk this way, walk that way. And I kept telling her. No, the cameras were this way. It reminded me of the old, uh, hey, Russ. Uh, reminded me of the old uh, GPS, turn left here, make a U-turn when possible, right? So uh, she got real flustered, and uh, she's like, Dad, you need to return this. And I didn't want to tell her there's nothing wrong with it. And uh, so she got her cell phone out and put a compass on. And uh, her compass on her phone was just, like, spinning. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm like backwards and rotating and she's just like something's not right then and i'm like everything's fine just uh it'll pick up where we're going so uh we got all the cameras but two and i put one back out uh i got a lot of deer a lot of baby deer a lot of raccoons squirrels turkeys uh field mice running up and down a log on a tree at night it was interesting uh but i did capture something that i cannot explain so i'm going to leave that up to you all and you val to try to tell me what this is uh i don't know so i i sat there for hours looking at it last night and I'm going to have to go back and look at it because what was weird is that this particular part of the woods where I put several of the cameras, two of the cameras was turned off. Now, to turn these cameras off, you have to flip the tab on the bottom and it's a hinge and it's got four orange buttons. And you have to hold down the power button for five seconds to power it down. The batteries was not drained. So uh, the tape uh, mysteriously did not record anything where the tape was laid and as, as booby traps. So I, I don't know. 
But uh, without further ado, I am going to uh, share my screen. And I am going to, and it is not coming up. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to share you uh, what this section of woods looks like. Now, you see this area of woods here, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right. Now, I'm going to go back to a couple of pictures here. So this is a set of woods. And right over here, if you look straight ahead, that is an edge of a field. Now, I'm just going to slowly thumb through these pictures, and I'm going to stop when you see something, okay? That's picture, next picture. You don't see anything. Next picture, you don't see anything. Yeah, okay, you see the sun is shifting, right? Now, down at the bottom, you see the time and day, but the picture bar... Everything is right there, right? Mm -hmm. Next picture. Nothing. So I'm like really paying attention. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not know what this is. You know what that is? I can't make it out. I do not know what that is. That's something looking at the camera. Yes, it looks like uh, it looks like a chest, a barrel, a barrel chest in front of the lens is what it looks like. Now I'm going to go to the next picture. It moves. Mm -hmm. No, it looks like you're looking at the uh, right side, maybe. Okay, now I'm going to go to the next picture. It moves again. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go to the next picture. It's gone. Now, I'm going to continue on. Next picture, nothing. Next picture, nothing. Now, what the hell is that? I see hair. Hmm. Next picture. What is that? Some more hair. <laughs> <laughs> and what time of the night is this? I can't see the, the, the time stamp on that. Uh, I have to look at the okay. All right. Once I stop sharing yeah. the screen, yeah. But that's the next picture. Okay. Some more hair. So we don't know if we're looking at the head, the shoulder. Yep. Pretty thick hair there. Is it an arm? Maybe. I have no idea what this mm -hmm. is. But in this particular woods, there were no animals. None. Void of all animal activity, sound. Well, yes. there wouldn't be any necessarily if it's all at the night, other it... cameras I had, you would not believe. I had five, six, seven hundred pictures of animals. 
So what type of floor covering are we looking at in that particular area? Is it uh, heavily laden with right forest there. debris, sticks, leaves? Just, uh, it's kind of open. Right there. Is that is that pretty much yeah, what the floor looks like? Yeah, it's kind of open. Yeah. Bruh, if, if, if I may suggest, I would go back um, in grids and uh, carefully uh, bring a bring a um, leaf blower with you. Remove the sticks. Blow away the um, the the light leaf covering, and see if you have any imprints underneath that that leaf debris. That was at seven nineteen p.m. Yeah, that's the, that's the dusk. First yes, that's dusk. Not and dark. The next picture was 5:58 a.m. Yeah. Completely void of of uh life out there. Yes. Mhm. Mm so 5:58 a.m. Interesting. No bears out there? No, we don't have bears. You don't have bears in that area. We don't have bears, no. Mm -hmm. And bears aren't stupid. They now, have good the sniffers. The camera is approximately five and a half feet off the ground. Okay. Okay. So whatever this is, is taller than the camera. Yes. <clears throat> the first shot, the first uh, right there on the right, looks like a, a barrel chest of some individual. And it has to be tall because you're just looking at the, to me, it looks like you're just looking at the breast portion of that uh, individual. I mean, and that is literally right up on the camera, ladies and gentlemen. Looking down at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, and then it shifts. Did you see the tree on the tree, how it shifts over to the levee? Now you see the tree? Mm-hmm. It's like it's looking at the camera. It's like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. See how it moves? See how it moves its body weight? See the tree? Yes, it looks like it's stepping in closer. It's examining that. So... But that, I have no idea what that is. I think you got squatches out there. <laughs> That's what I think. I, I mean, I I have no idea what that is. Uh, very good. So, very good pictures. So do you have any um do you have any night cameras? Night, oh night yeah, vision? they're all night vision. I have video. I, I mean, I got video of deer running, uh, turkeys, uh, every, I mean, you name it, I've got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Roger looks like something with thick bridge brown, like a Nintendo. I didn't want to say anything. I don't know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. But what, what is really strange, I, I like I said, 
is that there was no animals on the other cameras at all. Even this camera, no deer, nothing. It's like the deer like stayed away from this area. Mm -hmm. So did the did the deer uh, return back to that area area after no. uh, a little bit? Mm -hmm. No, they were gone. Yeah. They never during the whole thirty four days. They never went to that area. Mm -hmm. They stayed around the other areas where I had the cameras. I got them where they would bed down in the morning, in late afternoon where they would bed down, and they would come and go, but they would not go to that area. Mm -hmm. So. Well, that's very good. Very, very good. How many of these cameras are, are um, cross- um, cross-mounted so they can watch each each camera so this particular area i had five cameras so this object or whatever this thing was had to come in from one direction to not to get tagged and it had to know mm -hmm. so and it so it it showed a sign of intelligence because I had these things. Hey, Facebook user. I had these cameras set up to where no matter how you would, it was like, hello, I'm over here. So I'm going to try to get you coming in over here. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, standing stones. I have no idea. So, uh, I'm going to put more out in that area. Uh, yeah, the compass. Yeah, it went crazy. It, my daughter was just like flipping out over it. So she was just beside herself. But yeah, we were talking about this um, off air. The the um, revolving compasses remind me of the um, aircraft aviation pilots that reported um, their um flight gear going haywire and the compass is spinning when they were over the Bermuda Triangle area. Five and a half feet, Rebecca, five and a half feet. It was almost up to my chin mm -hmm. where I put the, the camera. So, so was it your was it your guess that the um, individual came close to the house and, and made it up to the cameras? Is that the area that he came in? unseen from the uh, field well the field part is on the other side of the mm -hmm. of the house mm -hmm. the mile let's see west east so is that is 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 that area on a hill it looks like a like a hill when so I'm, there's I'm, a there's a, a field at the mm -hmm. corner of a field then it slightly goes down mm -hmm. just a little, mm -hmm. a little incline. It's nothing big, mm -hmm. nothing big. So, so at the at the tree line where it meets the field is where um, inside that tree line is where we're looking at looking out towards the field and stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And then I had the other cameras facing in towards the field. Mm -hmm. 
to where it would catch her from the woods coming out to the field. Mm-hmm. And it didn't capture anything. No wildlife, no nothing. It was just... Yeah, I, I, because it, it, it took me hours and hours. And I still have to go back and, and look at the, at the videos and pictures because... You know, I mean, when these cameras are so good, we'll pick up a field mice, a mouse, running up a log, you know, and and, and pitch black and activate the motion sensors and start recording. I'm like, what the hell am I looking at? And I'm like, oh, it's a little mouse, field mouse, running up a log. That's pretty sensitive. Yeah. And these, some of these sensors goes out to 60, 80 feet. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, once again, you know, it's, uh, you have to go out and figure out, you know, what is right outside of that IR capability or infrared capability. Because, you know, the deer, you can see the eye shine, right? Because at first I was like, eye shine. I was like, all right. Then, and then you go to the next picture, then it'll be deer coming in. I was like, okay. So, but yeah. Well, you got them coming. You got them coming close to your house. You know yes. that for a fact. And the pears are blooming in the next door neighbor's house. So, uh, so I got to put some more cameras out. But, uh, but it's just weird that just that one area, no animals. Isn't that strange? No animals, no sound. No. Nothing of the sort. Nothing. Well, that's, you know, that's a good indication of something. You know, uh, good hunters and and guides, hunting guides, uh, tell people that when um, everything goes quiet, that means there's a predator on the prowl. This is something that's taught in the military as well. That is a good indicator. Um, the idea that uh, it took some thought, some some uh, some type of cognition on behalf of the individual to manipulate. It took effort to manipulate <clears throat> those buttons, the switch. Has to point to to uh, a higher intelligence, <clears throat> rather than rip the camera off the um, the stationary post. It took the the time to, in thought, to uh, open the latch and shut the camera off. That's the that's the remarkable thing about this. Yeah, because when you set these, when you set these cameras, it's just like setting an alarm on your home system. Once you once you turn them on, they blink, mm-hmm. and they blink faster and let you know to get away because it's getting ready to be activated. Mm-hmm. And they all do that. So, and I know I set every one, and the batteries weren't dead, they weren't drained, they weren't touched. So I don't know, but. I know how high it was off the ground, each camera. So, uh, you know, I, I just don't know what it is. 
and you know then seeing the fur or the hair whatever you want to call it during the black and white one at nighttime mm-hmm. you know it's like what the hell what do what <laughs> because that is like that's that's taller tall as a human or bigger mm-hmm. to capture that You've never had them peeping in the window around your house. You never suspected that. Never had the the yeah, uh, my chili bumps covered. I don't look my windows at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, when they're around, they give off that that vibe. The chili bumps. You get the chili bumps. You just feel uh, your your body's barometric pressure just drop and you know there's there you don't not you can't see it but you know that there's something that's causing that that's an unusual um part of your body and stuff whenever whenever you face something like that i don't know i thought everybody everybody senses that um it's like that part of your body that that tells you that there's something around, there's something lurking around that door. You feel that the chili bumps, you, you get that, that heavy feeling. Um, if you had, if you had, uh, if you had three eyes, you could almost see what's waiting for you behind that door around the corner. That's the same way that when I was, when I was close to the uh, Sasquatch in Michigan here, yeah, you you feel it. You feel it like little needle pricks in your body. I've never had acupuncture, but oh, I uh, have. I, I suppose that does it work? It didn't on me. It no. hurt like hell. They need bigger needles, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I had epidurals. I had all that. So yes. So no, I mean, I, if I, anybody's got any ideas what it is, I know it's not a squirrel. No, because I've seen squirrel. squirrels in trail cams. I know what those look like. So I I, I don't know. I mean, it. Uh, you just saw my face looking through those and, and catching that. So I remember that that photo you first shared with with the uh, listening audience of that road you were on that road near the curb mm-hmm. and it seemed like it seemed like there was a whole family of whatever's black dark uh whatever individuals there and more than likely you got you got a, a family around there someplace and i i would be willing to bet your neighbor whatever neighbor you have nearby has experienced something as well too. Well, I, I didn't say on this show, but I noticed uh, that other neighbors too have cameras. So that makes me wonder. Yeah. If, if they have actually had issues or problems with something, so, because we don't need cameras where where you live, mm-hmm. and so and for you 
to get up on that camera for that camera where we had those images taken, you had to walk behind that tree, then walk in front of that tree to look at it. Mm -hmm. You know, like walk in front of it, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. to look at it. So you had to walk behind the tree, then circle that tree in front of it to look at that camera. Really, think about that. It takes it takes a lot of intelligence to to do that. If you're looking for something, you know that something's there, and you're guided to it. That's exactly what an individual would do if they were looking for something. Walk behind it, walk in front of it, examine it, and shut it off, I guess. But th that particular camera, those cameras that you got that video from, or those uh, still shots from, they were not tampered with, correct, Chris? No, that was not. Interesting. Yeah, that was I'd, not. I'd say you got some vis visitors prowling around there. I know it doesn't make you feel good, but there's no hiding it. There's, you can't dismiss what you see with your eyes. That's one thing about cameras and photos. They're a, a subjective witness that doesn't lie. You can't lie to a camera. Roger, I haven't talked to any of them since I moved uh, from Lexington. Uh, they all been indoors and uh, been, they, they're not, uh, like they used to be years ago. So I don't know what's going on. So not the social type. Eh? Right. Right. And like I said, the neighbor next door has got kids, but they're not out to play like they mm -hmm. used to be when years mm -hmm. ago. So something is, uh, and that, that, that is weird. I didn't get no coyotes either. Mm -hmm. no, no pictures of coyotes. So, you know, that was strange or foxes. But uh, that's a telltale uh, yeah. sign there. But I wonder, Gene, if I did that, I wonder if I didn't catch anything. Because the way I had them placed, it was pretty interesting how, how, how I placed these. Because you would have to walk in a certain way not to get caught on these cameras in that area where the pictures were. So, unless, of course, you crawl in a prone position all the way up to a tree and then stand up, you would defeat the uh, sensors, the motion detectors. Yeah, I guess you just could. a thought. Just a thought. I guess you could. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting, though. But I do, I do think that I seen a um, a chest, a bear chest, in front of that in front of that lens. It's something I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. So, Gene says uh, spider crawl. Yeah, that's very possible. That's the way I would do it if I was going to defeat the motion detectors spider crawl up there and and then stand up for the short brief time that you do but they're so close it's hard to discern um what you're looking at 
but we did see hair, thick hair, very thick yes. hair. Uh, I, I suppose that somebody would argue or could argue that it was a porcupine. Oh, we don't have porcupines. No. No. So, yeah, we don't have porcupines. And porcupines, do they climb trees? Yes. I yes, didn't know if they did or not. Yeah. So. But whatever it is, <laughs> it's out there in the woods uh, behind the house. So. Now, you said that there's other cameras that you haven't checked yet. Yeah, there there's two in the same area that we didn't grab. Yes. Like maybe 40 yards of, uh, apart from there. Mm -hmm. How long of how long have these cameras been out there? They they were all out there at the same time, Chris. Yes, uh, beginning of September, like September second or third, I think. So theoretically, if if they captured something every day, every minute of the uh, day, they the batteries could be run down, right? Yes. Now, uh, I had some that had over six hundred and fifty pictures on it with videos. And the batteries were still good. So, is there is there any possible way for for these cameras to overwrite, over uh, you know, write over uh, previous previously uh, recorded images? So the trail cams don't take up uh, much room taking pictures. Mm -hmm. You know. Even on the highest settings, they don't take up much pictures. Mm -hmm. They don't write. They don't write very big files. Mm -hmm. So that's why you get a bunch of pictures on there. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, like that one I had. It was six hundred and fifty pictures, and I think I had uh, eighty-two or eighty-six videos on it, and I still had a half a half a thing of battery left on it. Mm -hmm. That's so, a lot. That's a lot yeah. of memory. That's a lot of uh, lot of battery. battery well, life. don't forget that it, it's eight batteries to a camera, though, too, though. Oh, so eight eight double A's. So that's mm -hmm. probably why. So, what's the timeline that you're going to keep the cameras out, <clears throat> Chris? Are you going to bring them in when it snows or freezes? So I'm actually going to go back out probably this week and grab the other two and probably mm -hmm. put some more out in that general area. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm going to play some little tricky tricky things and uh, probably put a couple like at the base of the tree, uh, you know, pointing up. So I can get something, see if I can, you know, try to fool whatever it is. So I've got some other tricks in the bag. And, uh, but whatever it was, was very curious about that camera. That's for sure. Because it sure did look at it. Because it stood there for at least 10 seconds. Somebody says, somebody says, um, look at your dog's chest or cat standing up. But I don't think dogs or cats are going to stand five feet tall off the, off the ground looking up. Oh, they said that was a humanoid chest. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I seen. And it was weird how it how it shifted, mm-hmm. like it walked, like it stepped over, mm-hmm. because it showed more of that tree, right? Like it was mm-hmm. checking the camera out, like how it was attached to the tree. Mm-hmm. So thinking about thinking about the uh, the camera. It's amazing that that uh, in that short period of time, I don't know what that individual's experience is with cameras, electronics, but it seemed to it seemed to handle that camera masterfully, all while keeping its face out of the camera, out of the lens. You notice that? Well, yeah, I mean, if it was taller than five and a half foot tall up to my chin, then yeah, it, it's not going to look directly into the camera lens. But I mean, it didn't step back. It didn't step back uh, away from the lens. It stood right up. Right up on it. Right up on the lens, yeah. So all you're going to see is is a uh, small portion of the chin, maybe the neck, the chest, and that's it. That's that's amazing. So the the cameras were over five feet off the ground. I don't know. Is it worth raising the uh, height of the cameras? I mean, I could. I mean, it was neat to see all the deer with velvet on the antlers. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can try a few that way in that area. And put a few on the ground. Are these are these areas where trespassers normally? Uh, oh no, there nobody in. goes back there at all. No hunting, mm-hmm. no nothing. So, what happens if you took a uh, a, a sheet of plywood with some uh, screw nails and, and screwed them in there and and covered that lightly with with leaves? And, and put it around the base of uh, maybe a distance, uh, uh, six foot distance, five foot distance from the tree. Oh, you're talking like that cabin did to keep the bear out? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, something. I mean, they are these cameras up picking up foot. sound? Are these oh, cameras yeah. picking up sound? Oh, audio? yeah. Some of them does pick up audio. And I, I got some good uh, night uh, birds. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. So, well, that's, that's interesting. I mean, if you step on a nail, if you step on a nail, uh, one would think that, that somebody would yell. All right, here, let me bring up the pictures again. Let's see here. We'll go back to this picture here. And let me go back to my main screen. Like I said, I don't know what it is. So uh, if you all can come up with something, then and I'm, I'm, I'm down. But uh, it, uh, so I don't know. So here we go. That's picture one. 
That's not a squirrel. No, that's not a squirrel. No. Look at the mass. Look at the mass. Picture two. See how it moves? <clears throat> it's moving around the tree. And see it moves back. That tree right there on the left-hand side, Grizz. Mm-hmm. Did you measure that? Back up one more, back up to the uh, the second photo where we've seen the body mass. That tree on the right side, I see the corner of, uh, I don't know if that's a house or I, I see. No, a, there's no houses out here. Oh, this that's a tree then. That's a white tree on the right-hand side. Correct on the on the yeah that's the sunlight hitting that tree. Okay, <clears throat> it looks like a birch tree or something. Yes, or... probably. So, <clears throat> can you measure? Can you measure the distance between the white tree, <clears throat> the white tree, and um... you talking these knots? No, no. I mean, I, I guess you could, you could, but you don't know where the head is. You don't know where the shoulder no. is. And you really don't know how close the individual is to the camera lens. Oh, that's definitely moving, bro. Yeah, it's moving. Like I that's said, it, moving. it's moving. It's And then, then what gets me is the night pictures. Mm-hmm. Same. There's no light out there at all. No artificial light. No, uh, none. Nothing. This is strictly camera here. This is strictly off the camera. That is correct. Mm -hmm. That is hair. That's thick hair, bro. That is thick <laughs> well, hair. I don't know what it, I know it's hair, but what, uh, on what? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, we can, we can eliminate things. It's not, if it's not bear. No, don't have bears. You don't have buffalo out there. No one have buffalo. Run no around. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't, I don't see human beings with, with hair that thick. But we don't know what part of the body that came from. <clears throat> no. I, I almost have to... I almost have to believe that that's part of the shoulder or arm if it's standing in front of that camera. Look at that wild mass there. I don't know. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Grizz has got some neighbors out there. Nah, no, I don't have any wild hogs. <laughs> if, I, if there was a wild hog that tall. <laughs> Standing on its so. hind legs. Uh, Nana boss about five and a half feet off the ground. Five and a half feet. They were chin high. 
So, yeah, you need to raise those cameras up. Bro. Maybe I don't know how you would do it unless you had somebody help you raise them up to the six foot, seven foot uh, level. Maybe have a camera higher than that looking down. Um, or if you don't want to do anything at all, leave the five foot camera there where it's at and put a higher camera above it looking down. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I don't have bears, Nana Boss. Not in my not in my area. So bear can be that tall, uh, you know, a six foot bear, sure. But if you don't have bag uh, bear, you don't have hogs out there either, do you? No, mm -mm. Chris. No. no reports of wild hogs or anything. No. Um, the hair is too long to be a a uh, mountain lion. <clears throat> a, a don't, don't have cats. No. It just didn't look like the, the kind of hair that I would expect. Yeah. You eliminate all the possibilities and, and what are you left with? I, I, I would know. look I would really look <laughs> around. I would really look around the um the uh, leaf, you know, the tree to uh, forest debris and stuff and see what you got underneath those leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nana Boss, that's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I did put out many different types of cameras. I, I, you would not believe that. What's really weird, Nana Boss, is that in this area, these cameras, you missed it. There are no wildlife, no deer, no raccoons, no turkeys, nothing on any of these cameras. But everywhere else, plethora. You name it, there's velvet antlers, bucks rubbing their antlers on trees, you know, doing their ruts and stuff. Uh, baby deer, I mean, you name it, I've got it. But uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I mean, not even squirrels. So... I mean, have you seen other videos of similar um, objects in front of lens like that, that? Yes. That people have shown? But I've actually got it. So, yeah, I had squirrels sniff the lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you see their little nose and whiskers. But yes. So... Uh, that's why I'm saying when I got to those, I was just like, what is this? You know, because what got me when I was clicking back and forth, it walked around the tree. It walked around like inspecting that tree. Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. So that's what got me. It knows or senses something's out of place. Something is not natural here something was placed here whether they could smell it feel it or sense it something was different and they came in close to look and examine 
that's what you got. Come on, Chris. What do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody mentioned a dog, man. I'm like, don't tell me it's a dog, man. That's one thing I don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so uh, Eric says it's a squirrel, man. There we go. It's a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth giving another try in that area. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to do that, and I'm going to do a couple of tricks, uh, mm-hmm. and and try to see what I come up with. Uh, was there any tracks around the area? You know, I, honestly, I didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we were collecting cameras, and we were having a rough time with the GPS because it was we put the coordinates in and it would show me, okay. The, Cause it would tell you 400 feet to the next camera, but it would tell you you're walking in the wrong direction it, to tell you to go backwards or to turn right and walk so many feet this way. And my daughter was getting frustrated and the electronics was not working. And that's when she put out her cell phone and then hers was not working on the compass on her cell phone. And that's when she was like, dad something's not right and i was like i already knew something wasn't right because you know you don't spend that kind of money on electronics for something you know if it was like a 50 dollar gadget i would understand if it malfunctioned from time to time right but you pay good money for stuff you know you pay for what you get for in some certain circumstances mm-hmm so, and I bought that one to make sure it was the latest, the greatest at the time. And it had all the bells and whistles. So we have, what's my opinion? I don't know. You know, it, I don't know if it's two different creatures. I don't know if it's the same creature. It, I don't know. That's what's weird. But weird is that it's really got me nervous is there's no animals in this particular part of the woods and on the other cameras in this area i'm telling you i mean i can show you all kinds of animals in the woods and y'all be like oh look at the baby deer oh look at the raccoons look at the turkeys and in the field mice and everything else yeah mr bullwinkle where's the sound to those uh captures uh in the other room on my ssd drive so so what were some of the sounds that you that you recorded with those particular shows at night froze froze crows crows at night at night bro that's not right i know it's not right because i was like i was like no this i don't know so no that's not right Mm -mm. but uh no so my daughter has not gotten back with me she's like itching to find out if we captured anything and Mm -hmm. she's already nervous as it is right Mm -hmm. so she wanted she wanted to go through the footage with me and i kind of like put it off until i got back to the studio and uh because it i mean it 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 took hours ladies and gentlemen to go through everything and that's not even doing it you know looking at everything on the screen because you know some of the stuff you know if you don't pay attention 
and blow it up and look, you know, like that field mouse, the field mouse, mm-hmm. you know, running up that log, you know, what, what's it, what, okay, the, I'm, I'm filming something, what did it capture, you know, and then I saw that mouse running up that log, and I was like, oh, it's a mouse, a field mouse, okay, so, but, you know, is it two different creatures, I don't it's know, possible. what's your take? It's possible, it's very possible. Very, very possible. So, is there is there is there additional footage that you haven't gone through yet? I need to go back through and do my due diligence and look mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because once I once I got to those, my mind was like blah, 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 right, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm, when I was looking at all the other footage, I was so amazed about the abundant wildlife. And when I got to these these cameras, I was like, no pictures. And when I did have pictures, it was just because the leaves on the trees were blowing, right? And it was just like six or eight pictures, but there were no wildlife. Mm -hmm. And I went to the next camera, no wildlife. And then when I got to this camera, and it was the same thing. It was just the leaves, you know, blowing and... And I was like, man, there's nothing. And then I saw these and I was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. So this is, this is late uh, September. All the harvesting is, is done for the season, I believe. Is there that field that I seen out there? It looked like it was recently. Um, Mode for hay. Mode. Oh, is that what it was? Hay? Yes. No corn, no soybean. No. Okay, that's all hay field. Interesting. Yes. Now I've I've seen reports where do they do they roll that hay up in big balls out there? Yes. I've read reports where uh Sasquatch had uh made um uh nests hollowed them out, made nest in those, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to alarm you or anything. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, those huge rolls that, that we were used to seeing out in these hay fields, um, Sasquatch um, would um, hollow those out and sleep in there to hang close to farms and stuff. Uh, somewhere in the vicinity, I, I take it there's 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 farms, dairy yes. farms, and stuff. Just just farms. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's got to be a beautiful area, bro. It is. You've got, you've got a river close by. Uh, I remember this from the previous photo of that roadside shot that you did. Yes, we have um, plenty of creeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a pond, a good size pond, uh, not too far from that location. It, mm-hmm. It's, you know, probably take me maybe 20 minutes to walk, maybe 30. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll bet you if you, if you, if you take some time, Grizz, to, to start in a circular motion, start from your, 
your um, I don't know your your camera, for instance, right there, that first camera where you got um, where you got some mysterious photo shots. <clears throat> you start from there and you work your way in a circular motion, like a uh, like a spring. And each time that you walk, you remember you remember the search. You know this, right? The different uh, search patterns and stuff that that law enforcement uses, right? To search an area, they start small and work themselves out further and further each time that they walk around. But they're they're increasing that perimeter as they as they move. I just feel like you're going to find some some tracks and stuff around there. You've got activity around there. Well, we definitely have something. So, um, you know, whatever that track we had or maybe that print that we had out back that we wasn't for sure of that, you know, I went back and measured and took a picture of, you know, it looked like of something that, that was not human behind the house. Uh, then the whistling taking out the trash and that, then a day coming back from the store. I call them the three stooges sitting underneath the shade tree that one morning. Remember you made me measure, you know, when I went back and, and, and so forth. And so, uh, this was plan a, uh, so plan B I've, I've recharged, uh, a lot of batteries up. Uh, I formatted the SD cards, so now plan B is to retrieve the other two cameras and uh, in that area and also to, uh, you know, maybe, like you said, maybe raise uh, some of the trail cams up, uh, maybe seven, seven, eight feet. Mm-hmm. I got a telescoping ladder that bodes up to uh, mm-hmm. not even four, maybe three feet tall. And I think it goes up to eight or nine feet. So I don't know. I think, I think you're, you're heading in the right direction. You're going to, you're going to scoop up some good um, information. Very good information. How big is your lot, Grizz? Oh, the lot is a quarter of an acre, but it's, it's got like, I want to say, I live out in the rural county, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's thousands of acres, right? It goes all the way out to the interstate. So, you We're know, I mean, wildlife and yes. trees and yes. stuff all around you. And I found the remember I told you, I found the prints in the park. Mm-hmm. So, and that mm-hmm. was wild. That was 830 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I found those by mistake. So, mm-hmm. and that's in the woods. The park is so, uh, but I really would like to talk to the neighbors I, I, to see what's going on with them with the cameras. I, because something's going on. You know, uh, thinking back to a previous time, uh, two items if you, two items to carry with you if you want to engage <clears throat> with people, just on my personal experiences. Carry a cigarette lighter and carry some cigarettes, even if you don't smoke. Sometimes people carry a stick of chewing gum. Easiest way in the world to approach a person 
with with those items. Somebody smokes or they don't smoke. Oh, we care for a stick of chewing gum. Those are the icebreakers that professional people use. You know, stranger to stranger. Once that ice is broken, you can chat, chit-chat. And um, I don't know. It's just some of the things that I've learned over the years. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's... that's I mean, I've used those those techniques in uh, my undercover capacities many, many times, and it worked well for me. Kept me safe, and you know, did what I did. <clears throat> so yeah. that's that's very, very interesting. Yeah. So I'll keep everybody posted on round two. So. We'll go Did you take there. pictures of those those uh, footprints, Grizz? Yeah, I did. When I when I had my uh, sighting encounter, one of the things that we did we didn't we didn't take the time to try to cast anything. Quite frankly, I was in no mood for that. None whatsoever. I just wanted to leave. That's all I wanted to do was just leave. But we paused long enough to lay down a um, walking stick. Everybody's got to have a walking stick when they're out hiking. Lay down a, a walking stick parallel to the to the um, print in question. Then lay down your measuring tape. So you see the straight edge of the object, whatever it is. You see your print. You lay down your measuring tape and you see for the camera, you're showing the, you're showing what you're seeing, the measurements, 17 and a half inches, whatever you can see the width and stuff. Uh, that's what I did. And, and that's what I show on, on the uh, group site and stuff. And uh, for the life of me to this day, I'd like to stumble upon the Bigfoot that leaves cash money on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, ground. right. Did you see those pictures? Uh, yes. People use their dollar bills and stuff. Dollar to, bills, five dollar bills. Their scale of measurement and stuff. But I was jokingly, with humor, I say this, Grizz. I'd like to find the uh, the Sasquatch that's running around leaving those dollar bills laying around the ground and stuff. But uh, it's it's quite interesting. Very, very interesting. The yeah. whole thing, the whole thing is is captivating, and it's like an addiction. You get into this stuff, you can't get out of it because there's always that that sense of wonder, puzzlement that draws you deeper and deeper into this stuff. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like a passion. It's like a passion that you have. Yeah, it does. That's so, been my that's been my experience in this stuff. That but we'll been, go for round two and see what happens. Well, that's that's all you can do, and I, and I hope that you you bring it to this show and share it, like you did oh, this yeah. time. This is that was pretty cool. I like. Yeah, that. Uh, I told you. I don't know what you're going to think of it, but you know, it, I it. it 
I don't know. I don't know if it's the same one, if it's a different thing. I, I just don't know. It just, you know, and I, I'll say this. When we went out and put the cameras up, we had no malfunctions with electronics. But getting the cameras, all of our electronics malfunction. So that did not I, make any sense. I, I would, uh, just for your own peace of mind, I would go back to that area with your cell phone and your everybody's got a, if they got an iPhone, they got a compass on their, on their phone. I got one. I know I have experienced something like that in Ypsilanti, Michigan out in the woods. And, um, I do know, and I do understand that all over this country, there's a roadmap of ley lines all over. You think that, uh, you know, you got mountains or you got hills and lakes. You've got ley lines that go underneath all this stuff. There's a world down there that you don't know. And some of it is magnetic. And some of it plays havoc with, with your uh, electronics and stuff. Um, but I would, I would double check. I would double check that area with that same equipment and see if you get the same results. If you don't, then you know that there was a um, outside source manipulating your your devices. Whether That's you exactly can, what I'm going to do. Whether you can point a finger at Sasquatch, I don't know. But all I can tell you is, is from the data that I see the reports that I analyze, that is not an uncommon uh, report. It's happened many, many times before. There are reports of uh, people in close proximity to Sasquatch that report um, failures, electronic failures in their cars. The cars stop, the radio stop, <clears throat> the engines die. Similar to those reports, uh, similar to those uh, telephone, uh, television shows out of Hollywood of E.T. Remember those, those shows? Um, there are reports like that. And something I don't get involved with on the group site because I just don't want to go there. I don't want to go into uh, UFOs and that kind of stuff. But I can tell you um, as, as many times as people roll their eyes at this kind of stuff, that's reported. That kind of stuff is reported in connection with, with Bigfoot Sasquatch presence. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, and if somebody was on this show and denied that I would be obligated, I would be obligated to send along a whole itinerary of examples that that's not true. It does happen. So uh, I, I, you know, I would re reassure your daughter that everything is okay. You know, everything's all right. This happens. Uh, but, but in the meantime, in the interim, I would go back out to that area with the cell phone under normal circumstances and check the, the compass, maybe even check the um, AI um, uh, 
whatever you're using the the uh, MapQuest or GPS, check it and see if it if it works properly. If it does, then you know uh, there was some external force there present that was manipulating that that device. I'll do that. I'll do that. A process and hopefully of, we'll have some uh, new answers on the next show and we'll mm -hmm. let the camera set uh, for another two or three weeks and see what we mm -hmm. come up with. Mm -hmm. A process of deduction. Reasoning and deduction. Yeah. yeah that's very interesting. So what I've been working on um, throughout the week is a spot map of Michigan. And I wanted to show what what uh, on a on a on a map on a map what two thousand Bigfoot reports look like when they're on a map, and uh, I knew it was gonna it was gonna look um, unusual because you can't you can't have that many you can't have many that many dots on a spot map and have everything covered, you know, whatever color you use for your, for your uh, dots and stuff. But uh, I showed you, a, I sent you a, a, a picture of that, uh, Grizz, in your personal message. But it's, to me, I like it. It's, it's great. It's not done. It's just a work in progress right now. But to me, for a person like me that gets into the heart of um, the data and stuff, I want to see patterns. And that's what I'm seeing is I'm seeing uh, like a flow chart of uh, patterns, uh, movement and stuff. And that's why when I look at reports, I look critically at the location of reports, the areas that these are, the, these are cited. There you go. That's it. That's it right there. I want to see the patterns. And um, as I said, that looks pretty good. But as I said, you'll see a lot of counties there that, that haven't been um, uh, tended to. But uh, when I do, it'll show uh, definite patterns of movements and stuff based on reports and stuff. And that's what my goal was when I when I set out to do this. So that's a lot. Just in its unfinished state, that's a lot. That is a whole lot right there. Yeah, that is. That's a lot. But, you know, uh, for the listeners, anybody and everybody that lives in the, in the States or province in Canada, you know, you can do the same thing. You can, uh, you can do the same thing. It takes research. It takes study. And um, you pick your state and uh, research it. I mean research it. It requires time and it requires effort. And you'll learn that <clears throat> the more you see... Um, some organization telling you, oh, there's uh, your particular state only has uh, 200 reports and stuff. Now, don't believe what you hear, believe what you see. 
that's that's the uh, that's the idea. I don't know that's whose narrative. I don't know whose narrative. Who um, I don't know who that benefits by seeing uh, just a, a small portion of of the reality of of the situations and stuff, but uh, I believe that people should have the right to see and know and be aware of, of Bigfootery and Sasquatches at no cost. There should be never any cost to learn something like that, ever. And um, that's another thing that, that bothers me is, is that so many people look at this subject and this topic as a money-making uh, enterprise, and I just don't understand that. I really don't. To me, uh, if if you get involved in this kind of stuff, you need to know what's out there. I would like to know what's out there. I would like to know all that there is out there so that I can make the best informed decision about whether or not this is real, a myth, or somebody's... Um, somebody's uh, creation in their own mind. And I happen to believe that Bigfoot Sasquatches are very real. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I hope to show, you know, by the work that I do and stuff. So, well, my friend, this is uh, uh, Friday, Sunday. This is football Sunday to me. And um, it looks like the Detroit Lions won again. I don't know. Mm. It's it's kind of scary. And that um, I've always said, you know, before before I pass on, I want to see that I want to see that team win a Super Bowl. Now, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I want to be here a little bit. I want to be here a little while. But. Um, I don't know. Um, off air, I was talking to you about, about, uh, I was talking to just shopping, just doing some, some piddly things. And I ran into a number of police officers, uh, in the course of, of doing my due diligence in the, in the, uh, grocery store. And um, I was talking to them, and I and I asked them, "What's the deal on all these brother officers dying of cancer? What's up with that?" I mean, a lot of them, a lot of people that I worked with, a lot of people that I know, they're dropping. That's kind of that's kind of scary, man. Yeah, it's kind of scary. I don't it know. is. But is that well, life? Is yeah, that life, Chris? It is. I, I was going to be a statistic myself, but I beat the odds. So thank goodness for now. And you're going to continue beating the odds, bro. Yep. That's my plan. Mm -hmm. so. and, and I'll tell you what. Um, if, you know, for those that don't know, Grizz is a stand-up guy. Stand-up. This is a guy that stands head and shoulders above a lot of people out there. And I'm just, I'm grateful 
and I'm happy to call him my friend. Well, thank you, sir. He's a cool dude. Very, very cool dude. So, you know. Well, thank so, you. You know. You and know. We'll... Go ahead. Goes Life it, goes it on. It does, but it's it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. But we'll see what we can capture and do on the next show. And from coast to coast and around the world, we'll call it a wrap, Val. Thank you, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll talk again. Enjoy your Sunday night. Good night, Thank night you, everybody. See you on the next show. Bye-bye.